The People's Talk Show is starting now and it's time for business. Let's talk about today's news and give me a call. All right, we are live for a Thursday edition of the People's Talk Show. And man, it's the first time I've done four days in a row in quite some time. So I'm kind of excited to be able to connect again and more importantly, check in, find out what you guys are keeping your eyes on. And of course, uh, love to hear uh, what you what you keep your eyes on, man. It's just a lot of things happening. And the biggest story today, amongst many stories, I have maybe four or five different subjects. It was relatively calm from, from what I was seeing. But then again, I'm sure you guys have some interesting stories. But just the figures, man, the figures that keep, they keep throwing at us. Like, think about this this year alone. How many times the government statistics have come out overly favorable to where it appears as if it like shocked them or is meant to shock us either one not sure but it's complete bullcrap like you know it's complete bullcrap in the fact that it's getting harder i think for them to actually lie and then actually expect people to believe them when you have more public figures bankers uh hedge fund managers billionaires everybody that's in the nose coming out speaking publicly. So you have the government, Janet Yellen, Jerome Powell, Joe Biden, all talking about the greatest economy. But then again, you have the people who are actually in the economy, producing an economy, telling you how bad things are. So we're going to get to that as well as a couple other topics. So I just thought that this show was worth, uh, you know, talking about just because at this current moment, they can throw out anything they want. Nobody really believes them. But then again, things carry on. So, all right, people. Hope everyone's doing well. As always, let me know in the chat if you guys can hear me. Uh, Pride of Judah, appreciate you, man, for joining me. Uh, as well, any first-time viewers, any first-time guests, any people returning for quite some time, uh, definitely let me know where you're watching from. We'll love to acknowledge your presence. And uh, thank you for being a part of the community. And also, if you have not, make sure you hit the bell notification so you're notified when we go live so you can join in and share your two cents and get the news in real time. So, uh, as always, trying to condense things down, give you more information, share my two cents, and then open up the phone line so you guys can also uh, chip in on this information as well, because it's not much of a talk show unless you have someone to talk to. So I appreciate you guys for blessing me, man. Okay, we got Nitty Gritty, we got AG Stackerdom, we got Ed, we got uh, we got Ray Renee, we got PJ, PM Galleria checking in, Johnny. <laughs> Biden's crackhead economics. <laughs> They're completely destroyed capitalism for whatever it was worth and they have replaced it redefined definitions kick the can down a line they they refine revise i mean just man like you know desperate times calls for desperate measures and just the lies don't stick no more and so as you guys can see here i put together a little graphic basically highlighting how uh at this current moment you know, it's complete bullcrap. <laughs> it's complete bullcrap. The bullcrap meter, as you guys can see you know, on this side here, the bullcrap meter is flashing red. Even Janet did like, can we get away with this one? Yeah, up until. But then again, there's another economist that has been preaching for the longest, has been an educator for a lot of us, Mr. Peter Schiff. And he's, uh, not to say Mr. Doom McLoon, he's just been well ahead of all his forecasts primarily. But he has some interesting comments that I want to share on that as well. So, all right, we're not going to be long. I want to get right into the nitty gritty. Uh, if you have not, definitely hit that thumbs up button. Share the support for the channel. As I mentioned before, hopefully more people are notified. That's the goal to get more people into the flock so we can all stay in tune and filter through the news and see what's happening. 
Okay, let's keep it moving, man. So before I move forward, uh, let me just give a, uh, let me just, man, I got to move, close so many windows. Got too many windows open. Hope everyone's doing well this uh, Thursday evening. Let me know if you guys are having a good day, man. Let me know if you're having a good day. Let me close this. I got too much going on here. All right. Uh, The Empire sounds good. Sounds so. Am I having some? Yeah, uh, you know. I see that uh, it's glitching a little bit. Forgive me. As long as you can hear me, we should be good. Uh, says uh, US, uh, USA 4.9 GDP growth, all driven by $4 trillion of fresh debt. Hey, tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. So we're going to touch on that. That's kind of where this is all heading. Okay, but before I do that, uh, let me just uh, give a quick shout out to my people at Four Patriots, man. Got to always get them a big up, man, because they are definitely a supporter of the channel. So I appreciate them. So for those who might be new, you never know who might be coming across the channel for the first time. Uh, emergency preparedness is is crucial. And I'm sure you guys are already in tune, but then again, you might have one or two people who may not be in tune. So I encourage you, go to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD to this page here and get a chance to see some of all their specials that they have at a much more affordable rate. And it's a variety of things here from food and seeds and, and the most important, their solar generator is what they're really trying to uh, get out there. And so I'm actually getting one myself to add to this fest, add to the stack. And so if you guys are interested, I encourage you to uh, jump on this and just check it out. Let it know. Let me know if it's for you or not. But once again, you never know when the power might go out. So it's good to have a little bit of backup on your side. So if you haven't go to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD, check them out. And then that'll definitely, uh, you know, help you put you in a better position. So let's uh, keep it moving. So working on a lot of graphic stuff on my end, having fun with that stuff. So just playing with different things. And uh, let me uh, just uh, hit this little thing here. Then we'll get into some headlines. It's time. And we're here to see headlines pop. In a major way, filtering through the news. Some flow, some flop. Share your vibe. What's on your radar? All right. What's on your radar, people? Just a little using a little using the AI stuff for what is good for man. Create some simple things out the way. All right, let's jump right in, man. So this the figures came out today, man. I'm sure it caught, you know, it may not have caught me by surprise. It didn't really catch anybody by surprise, I don't think, because we knew it was gonna be favorable. Because what better narrative to have at this current moment and have something that favors them to keep the narrative of everything is good, everything is calm, we're still progressing, economy's growing, all that good stuff like that. But then when you get these headlines, man, you just think about the pathway or the road we've been on for the last mm, couple months, especially couple years for them all of a sudden to have the fastest pace in nearly two years and beyond just the a debt expansion, the government passing all types of stimulus acts and stuff throughout the last three years, you know, where does the growth come from? And then you factor in, they include debt as a part of the government's expenditures as growth. And then you have the student loan situation unraveling right now. So it's like, okay, none of this makes sense at all. It's complete bullcrap. So people can see through it. And so the question is, how long can they continue to spew lies in statistical form before people say, hey, is enough enough? Let's do something a little bit different and come up with their own methodologies. OK, real quick here. I'm not going to go too long with all this just because you guys, I'm sure I've come across it. But once again, I got to got to touch on it. U.S. economy grows at the fastest pace in nearly two years in third quarter. Right. And like always, come next quarter or probably beginning of 2024, it's going to be revised down like they always are. It says high wages and a tight labor market uh, powered consumer spending, leading the GDP growth of 4.9. So they're basically saying 
because people are spending, that's why the economy is still growing. I've shown you enough stats. I'm sure you've seen a lot of detailed information from a lot of content creators talking about the numbers, especially last night, how I mentioned, uh, gave you maybe six or seven different graphs, basically showing everything trending downward. But then again, they're saying consumer spending is still relatively high, high enough to create the fastest pace since 2001. And there hasn't been any stimulus checks, which they love to use as the primary catalyst, which it was for a certain period of time. But then the checks were spent right away for the most people. So a lot of people didn't sit on things and save them. And so they use that narrative of like, you know, the checks are just running out. Or I saw an article saying that the checks are going to run out officially, like Q4 or like or something like that. I'm thinking like them checks been gone. Like who, you know, like how many people are actually still sitting on a check? Apart from, you know, I, I got weight, so I'm still my weight is still there. But OK, but I can go on and on and on, on reading this crap, but I'm going to spare you guys that, you know, you see the lies. It's just four point nine annualized rate last quarter. Come on now. We all know what's going on. And then what really what really got me going is Jenny Yellen following this up. Yellen says yield surge is due to strong economy, not deficits. And so when you have a variety of countries around the world needing dollars, and basically liquidating their reserves, i.e. debt, to get dollars, that right there should let you know that it's not necessarily solely about us. And why are they at this current moment deciding to dump as much as they are? I would say it has a lot to do with the unsustainable pathway. When Jerome Powell comes out, talks about unsustainability with our government's borrowing and our current debt load, that would let me know that more countries are probably a little bit more sketchy about holding things or buying new instruments is coming out. So it's like, okay, deficits is growing. Confidence is going down. Yeah. Who believes that? But then again, of course she has to come out and speak this stuff just because she has to keep her job and she has to keep confidence. So everybody don't panic and run to the banks. So that's her job. So I understand that. But yeah, question is how long will the lies last? I just, just so I can read more, but I'm not, I'll spare you that. So what I want to do is get into what Mr. Peter Schiff says. Because this current moment, I've always valid, I was all, I've always valued Peter Schiff, his opinion a lot more than any of our puppet politicians. But I'm gonna just uh, piggyback off what Mr. Peter Schiff said because who can say it better? Because he's you know been in this for quite some time. But it says the 4.9 percent growth in Q3 GDP doesn't indicate a stronger than expected economy growth, economic growth, but higher than reported inflation. So he's still. On the inflation train, GDP growth was driven by higher consumer and government spending. See, that article forgot the government spending part. It just talked about consumer spending. It says, but more of that gain resulted from the higher prices than the 3.5 allotted by the GDP deflator. So once again, even the metrics that they give us don't add up. And then the next one here, we are getting very close to a crash in treasuries. So, so, you know, basically referring to the spike in the government debt, it says that means that the party will finally come to an end. The truth will be laid bare as a day of reckoning arise with a vengeance. Not a, not a pretty sight, but we all know where this is kind of headed. It says the dollar will tank, taking the U.S. economy and the American standard of living down with it. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? 
It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And that's where I'm like, okay, the dollar will tank. But I was like, okay, one of the things that I've done, well, not done, but just try to distinguish between. And for those who might be new, you may not know this, but for those who've been around for some time, distinguish between a Federal Reserve note and a dollar. And to me, there's big differences when you know the difference between sound money and, of course, monetary history and fiat currency. And so I got my examples here, like the Federal Reserve note and their liabilities, the digital versions, the government bonds, everything denominated in Federal Reserve note terms will definitely go belly up. But I love to remind people that if you got yourself an actual U.S. dollar, i.e. Silver Eagle, says dollar on the back, these dollars here will be the beneficiary of a failing fiat currency. So when they say the dollar, I wish people would be more specific and say the Federal Reserve note and their liabilities. This is not the Federal Reserve liability. This is the constitutional dollar. And it is something that I hold in my hand. Therefore, there is no counterparty risk or liabilities to it. So it's something that can weather the storm when all this stuff hits the fan, according to the way Mr. Peter Schiff sees it coming. So just something that give people a little bit of a clear distinction of what's going on. Okay. So he's not the only one out here sounding the alarm. Another billionaire. <laughs> it says Steve Cohen is predicting, Steve Cohen is predicting a fake scare recession this year. So we have <laughs> another billionaire amongst many others talking about the economy not doing well. And so the timing of a recession, currently, if you look at the, the bigger picture, according to all the indicators, we're already in a, recessionary environment it just hasn't been announced officially but then again based upon all the fictitious numbers we're getting from the government with 4.9 here unemployment all-time lows and it buku strikes buku business closes buku firings but unemployment is at an all-time historical low and you name it there's all types of historical lows from, from the data they give us but then again you have more people speaking out about how tight things are in the real world but real quick here it says bill uh steve steve, steve cohen has said the u.s economy may fall to a short He's calling a short-lived recession this year before rebounding in the first quarter of next year. So the question is, why will it be short and what will cause the rebound? Is he anticipating the Fed pivot that would lead to a rebound? There will be no rebound. There's, we're going through a restructuring. So even when the world recognizes, i.e. all these guys recognize that things are not as good as they would like for them to be, the response when the world finds out will be some astronomical amount of liquidity that will make the last QE and the QE before that look teeny. So it's, it's interesting to me when I see articles like this, where we have guys coming out who are benefiting off the current economy because they're business owners. They have businesses to run and things like that. So they, of course they keep everything politically correct. I understand that, but you know, completely lying to people. Once again, all these people are lying. Only person close to telling the truth might be Peter Schiff, but yet he'd be extreme with his. So we'll see. Anyway, keep it moving. Just some more stats here, some more stats and graphs showing you what's really happening in Main Street. I, you know, Twitter is full of these things, so I can't help but share them. So here we have Magnificent, magnificent 7, almost 30% of the S&P 500 market cap. So just seven com companies alone happen to be driving the S&P out of 500. It says, let me move myself out the way. It says the S&P 500 is down 10% from its recent high and it has erased four trillion dollars in market cap in three months it says meanwhile the s p seven referring to the big seven that holds everything up 
reflects seven stocks in the S&P 500 has lost 500 billion in market cap. Currently, the S&P 7 reflects a record 29.6% of the entire S&P. So I was listening to some commentary earlier. They were talking about, you know, the, 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 the biggest, you know, companies that throughout the last several decades, I think the highest figures of a percentage that they were weighted in the total market cap of the uh, entire 500 was always, you know, mid twenties, low twenties. But the fact is 29, that's also like on some all time high as well. Basically just showing how wherever those companies go, the rest of the, other stock companies go as well so it's unfortunate that everything is basically hedging or everything is hanging on rather just seven companies all consumer-based companies that produce products and services that you know people only you really can utilize when things are good because who's gonna buy iphone or macbook if you know three things really get bad really really bad who's going to be producing and buying ads on facebook to keep them afloat so it's like yeah anyway Keep it moving. Okay, here's another one here. Another interesting graph here. I got a, this might be the last graph here, but just to show you what's really happening in Main Street. And this has to do with the car game and how everybody's this go green narrative and everybody has to convert to an electric vehicle sometime between now and 2035, according to uh, the World Economic Forum. But just showing the amount of losses that people are taking and charging these things at the end of the day. So this came from a study. It says subsidies and excess charging costs accrued by a 2021 electric vehicle over 10 years expressed in terms of the cost per equivalent gallon of gas. So you take the amount of energy needed to charge up an EV in comparison to a gasoline vehicle. And this is the cost we're looking at. And so as of here, it says a true cost of fueling electric vehicles, including extra charging costs and subsidies is $17 and 33 cents. So, Imagine the equivalent over time paying $17.33 per gallon. <laughs> says true cost of fueling electric vehicles included is equal to $17.33 per gallon of gas. A new analysis is found. So once again, I take this as a credible source just because the idea of Electric vehicle never doesn't seem cheap at all because anyway, go they're burning coal on the other end of that to power the house and then it powers the car. So you factor all that in, still costly. Anyway, keep it moving. Keeping it moving. Um, next uh, little thing here. So I want to talk a little bit about the crypto space because there's a lot of hype and excitement about that. And so as of right now, you know, regardless of what you think about it, you know, it is probably intentionally as well as unintentionally, probably one of the best speculative plays for the next foreseeable couple of years. And just thinking about if you were a citizen in any of these other countries here where the currency was failing you and you happened to have purchased something outside of your currency a long time ago, how much purchasing power you could have preserved. And so here we have the Argentina peso is at 12 million, 172, 353, 0.50 pesos for one Bitcoin. It says Bitcoin hit just an all time high in Argentina, Turkey, and Nigeria. So here we got in Turkey, 979,000. Whereas in earlier, earlier in, the, in a couple years ago, let me move up a little bit. Earlier in probably in the 2017 16 ish, you know, it cost less than 200,000. So five times, 5x. Then we have the last one here. Nigeria, 28 million for a single Bitcoin, whereas, in, you know, 
four or five years ago, give or take, under five million. So, yeah. But then again, things are about to change. And this is why I'm mentioning this, because it looks like there might be a hit out on Binance. And so I think Binance, as I mentioned before, Binance disrupted or disrupted the banking Wall Street cabal, bankster cabal on being able to get into the crypto space and manipulate it and profit off of it and use it as a money laundering tool by him ratting out Sam Bankman fraud as FTX president or CEO. And so I think they're now coming for him. So hook a crook. They're going to try to take down Binance. And if they take down Binance, which is the largest international exchange, then it's going to be some real problems in the crypto space, i.e. a major drawdown, which is right up their alley because they want to be able to then get in. A lot of these head funds would love to be able to get in well before uh, or not head funds rather, but these the ETF stuff. They're trying to slam the price down so that they can get in on the cheaper side because Bitcoin would definitely take a major drawdown. So it says U.S. lawmakers seek criminal charges against Binance and FTX. And who was led by is what surprised me. Uh, Senator Cynthia Loomis, who's been a pro Bitcoin person, who's like doing big things out on the West Coast. She's the one apparently leading this charge. So it's like the question is, who got to her or how did she decide to get on this bandwagon? And what's her agenda? Obviously, it's not favorable. So that's what it is. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yes, that's what it is. Okay, let me see what else I got here. Anything else worth mentioning? Not nah, that's it. That's it. All right, people. So I am done ranting. Just some things that caught, caught my attention. The bullcrap meter is still flashing red. Don't believe what you hear out there as far as the government figures. They have to lie in order to keep this thing afloat. So I'm sure you already knew that. <laughs> but uh, here we are. So anyway, let's open the phone lines up, man. Let's talk. Let me find out what's on your radar. Feel free to call in, share your two cents on anything in particular or educate us a little bit on what you're doing. So I want to get more. I mentioned this a while ago, but I want to get more into strategies. What are what are people doing out here outside of the obvious and the obvious? I mean, get your weight up. That's just, you know, a typical savings mechanism. But what else are you doing on top of that to potentially either grow or create new opportunities for yourself in the future. So those are some things I would love to talk about because I always in, in need of new opportunities. I was thinking earlier today, you know, what else, you know, what is like, you know, my primary focus the next months and days ahead, a keep the paper coming in, i.e. income sources one. And then with that saving, i.e. in metals. And then my third one is, you know, speculating, finding opportunities out here that could help add to the previous two. So, that's just my little methodology. I can get in more detail. And actually, you know, for those who tuned in, I, you know, I, as I mentioned before, I dip, I dip and dive in, in the crypto space. Been doing it for you know, quite some time now, and so uh, it's been quite favorable for me, just because I've jumped on things early. I'm, a, I'm, I've been early to a lot of these things, being behind the camera, being able to see what's going on in real time. So I put together my personal strategy moving forward. And so I'm thinking about for those who might be interested, you know, to let you in on my plan. 
I might end up doing that uh, in the Patreon side and just put my portfolio out there so people can see exactly what's what and what my plan is. So uh, I'm giving it some thought because I don't want to get into financial advice and people think it's like, you know, this is what you should do, but this is just what I am doing. So uh, let me know if you guys are interested in, in seeing that because I'll make that available. But anyway, anyway, phone lines are open. Let's talk. You know, feel free to give me a call. I want to try to get uh, as many calls as possible, see what we can do this evening. But uh, life goes on for everybody. And so I appreciate you for blessing me with your time as always. All right. So or throw out some ideas or suggestions in the chat and we can jump on that. We can jump on that. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, NFT was worth. Oh, yeah, talk about Trump's Trump's NFT game. Yeah. So Trump is sitting on a, a nice amount of Ethereum as a result of offering his NFTs. And apparently when they did his, uh, uh, I think when they shared, showed his portfolio, showed his taxes or something like that, um, he still had the crypto on his ledger, you know what I'm saying, on his balance sheet. So he's holding on to it just like, you know, maybe he knows something or he's just like, well, you know, it's a good way to diversify. You never know what happens. So definitely if he's holding that, if he was, if he was to get back in office, I assume he would be favorable so he don't miss out on that or he'll probably sell it before he gets back in office. So it's hard to tell. But so the question is, like, we got the presidential election coming up in the next, you know, year. Do you guys think that Trump has a chance at getting in? That is something I think I, I just I find it very hard to believe that he will get another go around at it. But then again, I could be wrong. So what are you guys thinking? Uh, let me know. And so as you guys can see, I put the number here, 313-462-0027. Let me know. And we can make it work. We can make it work. Uh, let me check in with the chat. Anything else popping? Don't attract unwanted attention from the IRS, Mike. Um, yeah, but then again, with the 80,000 new employees they're hiring, it's just a matter of time before everybody that's not in the uber wealthy class, because the goal is to squeeze down on the working class. So everybody's going to go under the microscope. So it's like you get in now while you can rather than wait, because if you wait, it might get tougher. And definitely when Binance goes down, if they take Binance down, every other crypto exchange is already in bed with, you know, all the analytical agencies, chain analysis and all that stuff like that. So they got eyes and ears everywhere. So there's no getting away. So it's more so taking advantage of opportunity while you still can would be my thing. All right, let's get some calls. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. How you been? I'm doing good, my friend. What's on your mind tonight? Give me some. Hey, I'm a, I'm a little bit confused. You know, you're talking about diversifying and going this way or that way. You know, I'm still under the impression that, you know, they might tighten this loose quicker than we think. And everything that, um, you know, Christians, you know, the Bible teachers won't be able to buy and sell. And, you know, that could be down the line, but we're definitely going to be persecuted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for what for carbon do you own a gun? Do you go to church? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to try to persecute people. How do you plan on playing the game, the financial game above board? Because I'm playing um, black market, baby. I mean, I think that's where it's going for, yeah. for me and you, for guys they ain't going to like. Right. I do agree. And so, I mean, that, that that that's where whenever things get bad, based upon all the stories and events we've seen throughout the world, the black market rises up where people do things hand to hand, barter to barter and peer to peer. And so depending on depending on what the crackdown on the digital asset space, that also will be a tool for people to use 
because at some point when people are not able to get in and out of exchanges, they'll be able to do it directly peer to peer. And it, some some projects might be a sustainable to where it will develop trust and people will use it. So that might be a viable option. Then you have the metals game. More than likely, most people are not going to really get rid of the metals. That's why it's good to have fractional, you know, you know, grams of things so that you can move that as well as constitutional money, nickels, quarters, dimes. And then everything beyond that is your service will be a barter and and or actual products, goods and services. So, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to even really strategize and plan for that because I've never experienced that. So other than just watching and learning from history, that's kind of the four or five avenues I see people using. And so until we get to that point, like I'm not going to like spend a lot of time on that just because I'm trying to, you know, expand what I do currently have. So I have some options, you know, when the time comes. So that's kind of my viewpoint on it. Yeah. You know, I guess that makes sense. You know, if you can, uh, you can make it happen, you know, before they, they really tighten the loose, but um, you know, I don't know. I've been thinking of things like, um, it's got to be something that's going to be usable in a, in a crisis, you know, I mean, whether it's tobacco, whether it's alcohol, whether it's ammo, you know, these guys are talking about, you know, expensive artwork and, you know, electric guitars that are worth thousands of dollars. You think people are going to care about that when they're hungry? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I, artwork? No, no, not at all. Not at all. And so that'll be a way of exchanging larger amounts of value. But if it gets to the point where, but here, but then again, like, I mean, getting down to the to getting down to like the, i don't see a mad max scenario happening where people are scrambling like that from you know mimicking that, that type of life, lifestyle i see more of like an, an argentina or venezuela to where things go bad but things but life still goes on life things still function like you know you, you have to you know consume less calories throughout your day if you can't get three meals you're gonna get one meal and, but you're still going to try to do some work to make some money. I mean, you're still going to try to live your life, but you won't have the comforts and the luxuries that we have in the U.S. Because the worst thing that we can lose is our current standard of living. But then that's a guaranteed, I believe, if the credit system goes down, because thereafter that, the dollar's going to you know, not be of international value like that. So it's going to be a major adjustment to our lifestyles, but not the end of it. So some people will hurt less than more than others, but... It's going to be acquired just a, a psychological adjustment on not being able to do the things we do and things we take for granted right now. You know what I'm saying? Like most people won't be traveling like, you know, frequently and may not be able to drive far because of gas prices is high. So it's just, you know, types of adjustments that I can't really even fathom. I can't wrap my head around completely yet. <laughs> but hey. I'm so happy about their house, you know, doubling in value or, you know, going up 50% since, uh, you know, the, the this episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The jab hit and all that. Yeah. Well, now, county's going and charging you taxes on a big high evaluation. Guess what? You lose. You didn't sell your house. You didn't make any money. Right. You're right. paying more taxes for the same house you always had. And at the same time, you know, they're passing school levies. You know, I'm looking at a situation where my taxes could go up 50% property tax. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, at the same time, they're taxing us out and, you know, beating us up. Um, you know, I'm not going to feel bad about breaking the laws of the land as a Christian man when, you know, tyranny is, is overtaken. And uh, I'll be helping brothers and sisters in Christ in any, one I can, any way I can. But right. I don't want the Mad Max either, man. I just write this out. You know, right. the way it is for a while. But right. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Mike. Thanks for calling.
Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I man. Just you know, just where other than just trying to talk through some things, worst case scenarios. I rather, I rather, you know, go through the extremes so that I can low key live in between that. Like you know, I go Mad Max, but then again, hopefully in between that, it'll be less extreme. But I also I work through scenarios before. That's one thing I love doing: working through scenarios on what could be, and most of the things never unfold. Thank God, because man's imagination can go wild. Uh, it says exactly what happened in Lebanon, Mike. You are forced to look for alternative force food sources. Right. You know, that's the thing. Like, as long as the sun go up and the moon comes up, then, like, you know, life goes on. Now, in the day-to-day side of things, it might be an adjustment of our time allocation. May not be able to go to where you used to go to work. And you got to, you know, create for yourself, build for yourself, grow for yourself. Just get back to the things they used to do 150, 200 years ago. Work the land. Till the land, you know, go out and hunt and bring your own dinner home. Apart from the fact they're trying to inject every animal now, but still, so you get my drift, but <laughs> it's just interesting times, man. But you know, the premise of tonight's show was just to talk about the BS, man, the B crap, the bull crap. You know, they throwing out these figures, man. Don't fall for the booby trap. We all know it's a facade. It's a mirage. And at some point they're going to be revealed for who they are. The emperor with no clothes, the, the puppets behind the curtain. <laughs> Because the world's waking up a lot faster than ever, man. So, anyway, what else we got here? Phone ain't ringing, but I appreciate everybody as always, man, for blessing me with your presence. And uh, let's do it again tomorrow. Tomorrow at noon, the Mike and Mario show. We back uh, trying to um, you know get back on schedule with Mario due to you know different time schedules. I was out of town, yada yada yada. So it's going to be a good time, man. So anyway, I appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed the quick rant and as well as the call in portion, the goal is to get more people to call in. So. You know, if you find something throughout the day that's of interest to you, bring it to the fold and we'll talk about it. If not, I'll rant and we'll just call it even. Anyway, be blessed, be safe, my good people. Enjoy the rest of your night. Shalom. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. Your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug for the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD.